Welcome back to Mornings. Julian DeStoop with you. Our next guest, Matt Griffin, has experienced the highs and the lows of professional golf. But thanks to Red Energy, owned by Snowy Hydro, a renewable energy leader, he experienced one of the great highs last week when he took out the Heritage Classic and, and ended a long streak without a win. And Matt joins us this morning. Morning, Matt. Good morning. Morning, Jules. Congratulations. Uh, what a moment for you. We saw your young son, Max, uh, run out there as well. You've had professional wins before but what did this one mean to you yeah that extra extra special being able to have your kids run out and and greet you on the last green i guess as all all golfers growing up you see that that happen in tournaments and to be able to have that happen myself was uh was something special and even and and also breaking a, a long uh, a long drought since my last last win it's a strange old game, golf. You can play well for years and you just don't win, which is unlike most other sports where eventually if you're playing well, you, you'll get a victory at, at some stage, whether it's a team sport or an individual sport. How, how mentally tough is that as a golfer that uh, despite some good days, you still don't walk away with anything? Yeah, it, it is difficult. I probably had my um, two best two best years were 2018, 2019, and I didn't. I didn't get a win in either of those. I had a, a number of close shays, and just sort of other players had been that little bit better on the on the week than I had. And uh, it does when it also gets. A, I'd had sort of a sort of six wins in about a five year stretch, so you sort of got got used to doing it. And then having the seven eight year break that I've just had, going out there on um, Sunday, I wasn't. Uh, you're not quite sure how the body's going to feel when you're leading, and whether you're going to capitulate or be able to hold hold on down the stretch. So it's nice to. Nice to have a bit of a buffer there and uh, and be able to cruise in. We started all right. 11 under 61 on the opening day. Have you played many better rounds of golf than that? No. Well, that's my best best round in tournament or 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 social play. So I'd, prior to that in tournaments, I'd, my best was eight under. So, and it had been a bit of a mental block. I'd shot eight probably 20, 25 times over the years. Hadn't been able to go any lower and just to... To go through better was 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 great, and sometimes it's almost you get a bit unconscious out there. You just start start all the numbers feel good, and all the putts start rolling in, and it just just kind of happens. So we talked about this. This was a great moment for you, but it's been tough in recent times. You know, you were playing in Japan, you lost your card during the COVID impacted years, and then you narrowly missed the Asian Tour qualifying stage last September. I mean, how, how tough has that time been? And, you know, from what what I've been reading and what our, our good mate Adam White tells me, there was a time where you really thought, "Is this is this what I want to do anymore?" Yeah, absolutely. It's it's been a really hard few years. I guess um, we had our first child in 2019, just prior to COVID, and sort of my golf was flying at the time. And then, then really at the start of 2020, everything just stopped, and I kind of hadn't hadn't kind of been able to get my momentum back since then, and wasn't exactly sure what what the reason for that was because I felt like all the practice that I was doing, all the practice rounds and all that, my golf felt pretty similar to what it did when I played my best golf, but my, my results were, were really poor. And I must admit in sort of 2022 and 2023, there were times when I'd miss sort of five and seven cuts in a row that you kind of sit back in your hotel room and go, geez, this is, I'm not sure I really want to do this anymore. And it puts a lot of pressure on the family being away from home, but to, I guess, uh, to get the rewards over the last sort of months and a bit has been uh, been great and, and sort of gives me that energy boost to kind of keep pushing on and know that my best golf is still good enough. And uh, even 
as you hit into your 40s, a lot of young guys, they hit the ball a long way out there and it's <laughs> tough to kind of keep up with them. But nice to, nice to get one over them last, last week. We're speaking to golfer Matt Griffin after he won the Heritage Classic last weekend. So did you, how close did you get to, to giving the way, not giving the game away, but giving the game away professionally and potentially looking at doing something else? Oh, very close. Look, I mean, to be honest, going into this summer, uh, I'd missed a number of cuts in a row, and I kind of thought that, look, this is really my last crack at it. If, it, if golf doesn't go well over the summer, which sort of for us ends in March, that I'd, I'd really look to do some other things. And I've, I've committed to sort of being, I guess, more of a part-time. I've played full-time overseas the last 15 years, but this year I'm going to basically play the Aussie summer, and then I, I might play one or two events overseas, but mostly it'll be... Um, staying home in Australia, looking after the kids and spending a bit more time at home, which would be lovely. But in that in that uh, interim before before March, I've got a great opportunity with the there's three cards that are handed out for the Australian Order Merit to the DP World Tour and other opportunities to get high up on the Order Merit that gets you uh, late late starts in uh, Q schools around the world. So my plan, sort of at this stage, is to play as well as I can the next few weeks and then try and really create some opportunities for late late in the year and early early next year. Yeah, there's some huge opportunities there if you do finish high up uh, in the order of merit. So, and I guess the other part of this, you know, we talk about not winning and you, you maybe some of the, your love for the game disappears during that tough times. But the other element to it, particularly with a young family, is, is finances. And, and I'm assuming at times there was a, a financial pressure and a financial decision to be made as well when you, you're trying to weigh up all these things. Yeah, absolutely. You need that with young kids. You need security and things aren't getting any cheaper these days. And <laughs> thankfully with golf, I've sort of had a pretty good run, which has sort of given us a nice little buffer and, and that. But we, we recently, New Year's Eve, we bought a house. So maybe the extra pressure of a bigger mortgage is, uh, has got my golf into golf into gear. But we're, um, yeah, as, as everyone knows, when your kids are getting to that school age, you're trying to move into the area where you want, want your kids to school, go to school. And, and I guess the, the other factor is with golf, there's, there's really no guaranteed income, so you start the year at zero, and you you just got to play for play for what you make. So, with a family, that's tough. So it's nice to get the year off to a good start and um, get some money in the bank and take a bit of that bit of that pressure off. And you mentioned you know you played overseas before, and you might have a, a couple of hits overseas this year. Sort of long term, that's the goal to get back overseas. And I guess as you said, you know that if you go really well for the rest of this summer, you know the DPT. DP World Tour is a possibility. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many. There's still such great, great golf to be played overseas, and a lot, of, a lot of players play really well into their 40s. So, if I can continue to play the way I am, then I'd be crazy not to. So, that sort of we'll we'll sort of get to the end of the summer and sort of reassess where we're at and and figure out what we uh, what we want to do. But um, yeah, I I still love playing the game. It's it sort of my probably reasons of doubting whether I wanted to do it were more the fact of just missing home and, and not, I guess when you, when you go away and if you're playing well, it's much easier to deal with the time away from family and being sort of a bit more by yourself. But uh, when, when things aren't going well, that's a lot tougher. So hopefully uh, this uptick in form continues and we can uh, get back, get back doing what, what, what I love to do. What would have some of the options been if you decided to walk away from golf? What did you think about what you might like to do? Uh, I was thinking, I did a uh, commerce degree when I was uh, back in my younger days. So got a few business options there potentially to sort of go into, go into business with some people. But it's my, my, also my wife has a, she's got a great job and, and that. So 
spending a bit more time with the kids. So it was a bit of daddy daddy daycare time, which will be sort of come March, I'll be doing that for a few months. So it's sort of, and, and the other thing through golf, you meet a lot of good people and there's some potentially to do some corporate corporate golf outings and those those sort of things. So as a probably doing a bit, bits and pieces and, and hopefully still playing a little bit of golf while I was, while I was doing that. I mentioned, you, as you say, you, you meet a lot of good people in golf like you do in, in any other sport. I'm assuming you would have got some nice messages and had some nice discussions with people following the victory on the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Had um had lots of uh, lovely messages and, and that's through your career. You meet so many great people and, and, and it's been nice through, through those times with pe- people like Adam White and all that, that it, it's not so much the messages you get when you play well because they sort of yeah. tend to flood in it. The messages you get when things are a bit tough, but um, it's, that's when it's hard for people to send a message because they're not sure what sort of reply they're going to get. But it, when you are having a tough time through sport and it's anyone in life, I guess, it's getting those messages when things are a bit harder, you, you really value those. So it's it's nice to sort of repay repay the faith that a lot of people have had in me that's like keep going you can you, you your best golf still there i guess and the young fella max we saw him uh, charge out there on the weekend which is obviously a special moment for you and him has he stopped talking about it since no he's very happy with the trophy <laughs> it's uh he's grabbing it walking around the house he he uh he got a trophy for one of his uh, sports buzz that he did last year so we've been comparing trophies at home which is which has been lovely how's he go with the golf club uh, he's not bad. Yeah, he's sort of he's more into the gadgets and different things at the moment. He's got a yardage book and he likes to do that. But <laughs> he's got a pretty he's got a pretty good swing. And our youngest one, he just crawls around the house with a golf club, whacking the ball around. So it's uh, hopefully we've got two 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 budding golfers there. Magnificent and not much uh, time to celebrate because you're back into it uh, this weekend or this week. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Heading up to up up the Murray River to Cobram Baruga Golf Club for the TKS Murray River. So we're playing. Uh, we really start a little run where we play mix mix tournaments off uh, off different tees and for the same purse. So yeah, really good, good fun few weeks ahead, and nice to uh, nice to get to go up there with uh, with a recent. Does it feel like a weight? off your shoulders obviously you want to push on and get as high up in the money list as you can and because that creates opportunities for you and open doors does it feel like a weight off the shoulders though going into this week what you did last week oh absolutely it's sort of in in golf you can if you don't winning is so important because it gives you uh, this gives me a two year uh, this year plus two years so basically it means for the next i guess two years i've got a guaranteed job i know i'd I can pick pick and choose my schedule. I don't have to worry about missing events for tour schools or those sort of things. So, one that's a that's a great thing. And also, I think the other thing it just shows that I said to my wife the other night as going into Sunday, whilst whilst I was confident in that my golf had been really good, you just don't know how your body and how you're going to react to that ultimate pressure of being in the lead. And I guess having that recent recency of doing it, I, I now know that if if I'm in a similar position on Saturday night, that like, well, you did it last week, so there's no reason why you can't do it again. So that's a that's a, that's a great great confidence boost. So when you're not playing professionally, is it right? Are you off plus six? Yes, yeah, plus six at uh, Victoria Golf Club. So is it a strange uh, feeling adding shots to the end of your round, where most of us are just trying to get as many shots off as we can? It is. It <laughs> is. I think it, in some ways it's good practice for golf because it's sort of for professional golf because you. You're almost going out there knowing that you've got to shoot six under to do anything uh, to win a ball or anything like that. And the other, I mean, the other factor is you're playing the 
four ball matches for money against the members and, and mates. It's uh, everyone's very happy when they pick you as a partner, but you're a terrible partner because you can't get any shot. So it's uh, it's hard hard to beat the old the bandits off seventeen eighteen when they when they make their tap in for par and make it and make a net birdie. Now, Whitey tells me you're a pretty hard on the sleeve Melbourne supporter. Uh, how are we feeling going into twenty twenty four? Absolutely no big uh, big demons. So no, I think uh, pretty confident. Hopefully uh, we can get those off field issues sorted. And I know I know from what a few of the boys have been saying that they're very uh, very keen to to get stuck into the year. And uh, I I must admit after watching the two finals last year, it was frustrating. So <laughs> we uh, hope that I hope that they're doing lots of goal kicking practice and getting it through the big six because I'm not sure many. Melbourne supporters can deal with another year of uh, kicking more behinds and goals. Have you crossed paths with many of the players over the years? We know there's so many footballers and so many other athletes that just love their golf. Have you have you come across many over the journey? Yeah, quite quite a few. Uh, Stephen May, the passionate passionate golfer. I think he's more obsessed with golf than than, than I am. So uh, play a little bit of golf with him and a lot of the ex sort of old old Melbourne Melbourne boys. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's great for all athletes uh, that um, golf's a real sport that because there's the less um, chance of injury that they can get out there and often they they're more passionate about their golf than their uh, what their their profession is anyway. He hit a pretty big ball, wouldn't he, Stephen? May I'd imagine he does. No, very very good ball. He's actually he's a short game for a big fella. His short game is is uh, very good. So no, he's I think he's off about three or four. So he's a very very handy player. Very nice. Well, Matty, well done again. It was uh, sensational scenes on the weekend. You've you've been through some tough times with your golf, but as you say, this win uh, just settles things down at least for a couple of years and some great possibilities ahead with the rest of this PGA Tour. Australasia starting this week up there on the Murray. Thanks again for your time and well done again. Uh, thanks for having us, Jules. Thanks. thanks for the call. Matty Griffin there. That was some pretty decent golf. 11 under 61, then rounds of 65, 69 and 69 to finish at 24. Under our chat with Matty, it was all thanks to Red Energy, owned by Snowy Hydro, committed to Australia's renewable future for future generations. We'll be back on the other side of the break with plenty more on Summer Mornings.